Welcome to episode 109 of the Ross, L and Luke show. Elon Musk is interviewed by Joe Rogan on one of his podcasts. The link's included in the notes below, but it's fascinating to hear the things that people are up to in the world. We have plenty to give for you, plenty to share and discuss in today's episode. Enjoy. Rosy blokes, we're dads, we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a heap of mistakes, learned a shitload and created plenty of wins, which taught us a few things about life, love, relationships, communication, leadership and business. We're here to share our journeys and journey and learnings with you. You may get three different perspectives or one universal agreement, but whatever you take away, we hope it made a difference in your day. And hello to L. how are you? G'day, Ross. Well, mate, don't feel, don't feel five days older than 50. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's, um, I, I know, yeah, I think all the people I know that listen to us have already turned 50, so they know what it's like. But, uh, uh, and I guess we're all different anyway. But for me, it has, been, it has been one of those really, really weird moments in life. Yeah. Yeah, mine's uh, mine's not too far away. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have okay. anticipation about yeah. it? Uh, no, not not uh, not overly. I feel yeah. like my fortieth yeah. was yesterday. <laughs> yeah, life is like that. Yes. Yeah, it's certainly uh, getting more and more like that. I, you know, I'm thinking, wow, my, you know, my oldest has just turned ten, and uh, or just about to turn ten. And, uh, yeah, I, and I'm thinking, wow, how quickly that went. Yep. Yep. Oh, mm. that's, for me, that's the benefit. It's a milestone, just, just a, a place to, to stand and reflect and look, look back and look around and look forward. And um, I might not do that very often. And so it's great to just have that at the same time, just the, the numbers 50 next to years and my name. Is a very weird concept, but anyway, that's part of life, isn't it? Moving through these things. It is, it is. And and what kind of came up for you? Is there, yeah, what's is there a sort of a theme in your thinking, or lots of different things? Or there's lots of different things, and the, the biggest thing that's been on my mind for a little little while, maybe maybe a year now. Or so, my dad died at 53, didn't make 54. So, yeah. so it is really weird being now at that moment. Like I know, I remember my perspective when he was at this age, and it's just it's that makes it doubly weird being there. Um, so you know, the next few years for me, I'm really not going to take for granted. Um, not not because I expect to exactly follow, but just I know what's possible and what's you know what might happen and can happen, and and uh, and I know I'm loving life as much or more as ever before, and I'm just going to stay committed to that, you know. Yeah, fantastic. Love it. Mm. So that's my week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a that's an exciting week. Yeah. It's not uh, not every day you turn fifty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Well, um, ha- happy birthday. Uh, me? Yes. Well, um, uh, I'll. We can uh, we can discuss what I've been up to. I've been uh, pretty busy and uh, have have been uh, not around to be able to record episodes the last two weeks. So we've had a little bit yep. of a, a little bit of a gap there. But 
uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that. I just wanted to quickly, before we do, cover off um, some back in, because back in July, we actually, um, we had an email from Will. So he's uh, always been great sending them through to us. This one, actually, he said, congratulations for our uh, happy 100th episode. Uh, here's to you for another great 100 episodes to come and many more. Uh, I always enjoy listening to you boys. Keep it up. Hope you have all been keeping well during this difficult time back in Melbourne. Something interesting I heard Elon Musk mention on a recent Joe Rogan podcast relating to COVID statistics. Elon brings up a very interesting point on how the actual statistics are not really that accurate at all. I did some huh. investigating on this as well, and he's right. Uh, check out this clip if, uh, if interested. So I did check out that clip. So there were some interesting conversations around uh, COVID, around Elon's life and all sorts of things. So it's definitely a, a really great episode to listen to. And the, the, there were two things that really stood, stood out for me in, the, in, uh, in the, that little bit of the clip. One of them was about Elon Musk is selling everything. Did you hear that? No. No. So Elon Musk is selling everything. He's got, you know, he's, he's doing quite well financially, or he certainly has been. I don't know where he's at right now, but he's decided he's selling everything. And at the very end of that little bit of the clip, he was kind of asking him a question because he's got lots of houses and um, Elong's, um, his, his, I guess his, his choice is around his commitment because he's like, oh, well, I'd love to build uh, a house. And, you know, he knows that he's OCD. So he said, well, either I can, <laughs> You know, I can spend all this energy building this house and getting really anal about the, the small details, or I can work on going to Mars. So <laughs> and he's like, well, so that comes to it. Either I can, you know, worry about my stuff, or I can work on going to Mars. So I'm going to going to Mars instead. So he's selling everything, <laughs> and I think, and I think that that's really inspirational to be, um, you know, so clear about making the the big choice. It's awesome. Oh, okay, so he's selling it in here to a put it into getting to Mars and then B because he's not going to live it. Yeah. 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 He's like, yeah, I can either, you know, <laughs> I can, my money and everything can, can, can drive this selfish lifestyle or I can sell everything and put yeah. it all in going to Mars. Yeah. So yeah I, I love it. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. It's really inspirational. Now the other, the other thing that was, that was in that podcast that, uh, that Will was referring to is how they're measuring the COVID deaths. And I, yep. I'm pretty sure we've we've touched on it in this episode as well. And the, the reality is around all this COVID, we, we're possibly never going to know all the truth. And even if we, right. and even if we do, it's certainly going to be a long time before we do. Yep. But the, the conversation that he's referring to in that is actually how they're measuring the statistics. If somebody has COVID and, uh, and they die, then it's considered a COVID death. That's how it's being right. measured. Right. And, and if they have terminal cancer before that. That's right. Now, yeah. I, and I get that that can kind of skew your statistics, but if you're a somebody who has, let's say, six months left to live and you get COVID and you die three days later, you're still being robbed of six months. Now, yep. we're all dying at some point all COVID deaths are shortening people's life. So, and, and, and it's like, where, well, where do you 
measure a line. Like, did this person die from, you know, whatever it is? Because let's, let's assume that um, you can have any sort of illness and you might die from, like, COVID has put the pressure on your system and you die from heart failure, you die from, you know, whatever it happens to be. Um, and they're still measuring it as COVID death and people are going, well, that's wrong. I'm like, well, I don't know, is that wrong? Because would you, have you died sooner because of COVID? Therefore, you know, where, where, where do we put that line? And I think that's a really tricky one to do because it's really well, easy to point your finger at the statistics and go, Hey, the statistics are completely wrong because we're, you know, we're measuring based on if somebody had COVID. Yep. So everything you're saying fair. Now, I guess my question for Elon and maybe for you too is, and, and then, so what? Is there, a, is there a debate that we go on with from there? Yeah, so I, I think the numbers that, that are being shown, people have, you know, some, some big questions around it because, you know, there's a, there's a debate about, there's a, still a camp of people saying, hey, this is completely not real, it's fake, it's blah, blah, yep. blah. There's, yep. there's people on the far end of the scale, uh, opposite to that, yep. going, hey, this is horrendous, it's terrible, it's, it's you know, it's killing people left, right and centre, and there's yep. everything in between. Yep. And yeah. So uh so anyway that was that was his feedback and that was what Elon was okay. talking about. Although something very okay. interesting happened in what Elon uh, Musk was saying, and, and they must just be doing this in America because I haven't heard of it here, but they're they're talking about people with COVID statistics. Sorry, COVID symptoms, and they're actually counting them in their statistics. So if you have COVID like symptoms there's some somewhere it sounds like they're actually adding up those statistics, um, which I can only assume is happening in America because we don't do it here unless we actually do a, the um, the sample test and find out for sure. Uh -huh. hmm. So yeah, you know, okay. Well, that, it's, it's, <laughs> I think we can, especially in Victoria right now. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know what your experience is, Ross, um, uh, but. For me personally, you know, nothing's changed through the conversations we've had. I, I'm taking this as another opportunity to see things in a different way. However, many of the people I know that express an opinion, so I guess most of the people I know that express an opinion, uh, are not tired of stage four and, uh, and increasingly saying, if it doesn't end soon, I'm just going to ignore it anyway, or having a go at the, the, the leader of the state for, for continuing on what he's continuing on. So it's really interesting that, that patience is running out. And I, and I guess that's one of the practical results of the conversation you're having, that that debate on what's real and what's not real gathers more weight because people are tired of the, the impact. Yeah. 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 I, I couldn't imagine being, you know, living alone at this moment. Like if, mm. there was a, there was a time, you know, quite a few years of my life I've spent um, living, you know, alone in my, in my own home. Uh, with no one else, but it hasn't been a problem. Like I've done plenty of things that have been social, but at this at this past six months, I couldn't imagine being, um, you know, living alone and having to isolate. Mm -hmm. Like would have been horrendous. Yeah, yeah, that's right. For for a bit over a week now, people living on their own have been able to nominate one person that they could have contact with. Yeah, yep, and that's mm -hmm. you know again yeah. that's. I'm not saying that because I'm okay with it, it's okay. I'm just saying that I've found a way to work through it 
that has empowered me instead of disempowered me. But, you know, I, I know a lot of people that I have a lot of respect for, a lot of time for, and, and it's just wearing thin for everybody. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, well. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so yeah. one thing that uh, we met, we spoke about briefly off air was what I've I've been doing over the last couple of weeks and, you know, why I haven't yeah. been able to make these, uh, these podcasts. So uh, what's, what's adjusted the, the podcast for me? Uh, I actually did um, a, a course. I don't know if you've heard of you. Are you, I, I know I've heard of disc, but I don't know if our audience has heard, has heard, has heard of disc profiling. I did what's called e-disc an extended version of disc and it goes a lot deeper. So I was doing that for uh, for a couple of days, uh, immersed in that so that I can actually deliver e-disc as a, um, professionally to corporations, uh, individuals and everybody else. But that was you know what I've been doing for one. And I also did Tony Robbins' um, Unleash the Power Within, uh-huh. which was a fascinating course. I've been meaning to turn up to uh, his courses for a long time and found it difficult to make that work however he was doing it online which uh, <laughs> as it happened i had to i still had to move a few things around but nonetheless was able to uh, attend that and that was a um fascinating um opportunity to see how yeah. and experience how he delivers it it was yeah it was a great experience yeah good so yeah so that uh, that's what took up my time and, and shortened my weeks and made me unable to uh, I get unable to attend these podcasts, but that also raised yeah. for you what I've been doing on the, on the weekends. Yeah. And we've not been out of holiday for a long time. I may have mentioned it on here on the podcast, but we missed out on our holiday up the coast because of fires. So over Christmas time, there were a lot of bushfires, which meant that we were, we had to cancel our holidays driving up along the coast up to, Sydney. We were going to stop in at Naruma, Canberra, and then on to Sydney. But Canberra was uh, was isolated at one point, and the rumour was evacuated. So that kind of put an end to our holidays. So we rescheduled, and then um, probably I think about a week before our uh, our holiday was our second holiday attempted holiday. <laughs> they. Uh, they actually banned travel. So we couldn't go on our holiday then as well. So it's been a long time since we've had a holiday. And what we decided to do on our weekends is to actually take the kids on a virtual holiday. Awesome. So on the, uh, for the first one of these, we packed our bags, we printed out some, uh, some fake flight tickets and everything (laughs) and uh, got together and jumped in the car, drove out of the driveway, parked in the next driveway and stayed in the car for you know an, an hour or so, um, called the grandparents, and listened to some audio books, and as if we were travelling to the airport. <laughs> then we got to the airport. We didn't we didn't spend 24 hours in, in a fake airplane. We uh, <laughs> we then hopped, we then hopped out of our car and and walked into our house and acted as if we we had arrived in Japan. Uh, and we oh. took the kids through a, a virtual weekend of Japan. We ate Japanese food. We um, looked at videos, we spoke about things, we played games. We had a, a, a Japanese experience for the weekend and, and then, you know, jumped back in the in the car and came home again. So, <laughs> Brilliant. 
that was uh, that was what we did, and and you know that was uh, a great way to escape the normal life of living here and kind of have a, a version of a, a holiday experience, but from our own home. Basically, took off took away all the all the work stuff for the weekend as well, and had you know a, a proper sort of holiday. And we've done a few of those right. now. Um, you know, the the last one we went to was uh, was Mexico. So we've been to a, a few places in the world, uh, and we're looking forward to continuing that for as long as we, you know, we can't do it, get out and do the things that we would normally do on the weekends. I love it. I love it. So, well, that might change on the next weekend because uh, Victoria is reviewing its state of disaster this coming Sunday. So that may well change. Um, the batter side, my question to you is, you know, have you travelled overseas? And if so, how does this compare? It's it's not nearly the same as an immersion experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you're trying to, when you're experiencing a country. Yep. However, however, as far as having a break uh, and getting an experience of a holiday, I found it really good. Yeah, fantastic. Putting, and have it, yeah, have putting it the, Uh, yeah, they loved it. Like, I, um, we didn't, we haven't done a lot of uh, international travel with them for, for some time. We did a little yep. bit when they were young, and we we're like, oh, this is this is really hard. So taking <laughs> little kids on the on planes was was uh, long distances was was tough. So we decided not to do that anymore. Yep. Um, so we've been tri- staying within within uh, within Australia. You know, we can go from Melbourne to Queensland on a pretty quick flight. That's easy to do. Um, so yep. we've been doing a, a bit of that. Um, so to, I guess the the experience for them, we didn't, I haven't really got into a lot of detail. I asked them, you know, what that was like um, and what kind of reference they'd be able to give. I'm not sure. So, um, okay. but yeah, certainly enjoyable experience. Uh, the right. I know they appreciated... I guess the the lack of interruptions and the and the quality time. Yep. And uh, and always yeah. the experience as well. You know the the food. Um, I think we all love our food here. So uh, that was uh, you know that was great to be able to taste the different cuisines. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. And did they did they get involved in preparing the food as well, or were they more consumers? Uh, depending on what it was that we were preparing, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, so we get them involved in the cooking um, now and then. I think it's yep. you know good for them to be involved in that. At yep. the moment, uh, they're on school holidays, so my wife's been um, they've been cooking cakes and things like that. But it's quite yeah, funny right. they'll, cook a, they'll cook a cake, and um, 20 minutes after it's come out of the oven, there is no more cake. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not sure they should be eating an, an entire cake in one sitting, but nonetheless, that's what's been happening. There we go. Oh well, we've found a way to uh, to transform their situation. That's for sure. Yes, and they've been learning the skateboard, which is which is great. I know that um, they they love their they love their sport. We're normally at basketball or tennis or you know, potentially both, six out of seven days a week. And uh, and even on, the, on those days, they've often got multiple trainings or games or something on. So, you know, and it's been 
uh, a long time since they've you know they've done any of that. So for basketball, there's, they've missed an entire season. They, yeah, yeah, they the the season was cut short. They've missed an entire season, and um, the next season's already begun. So, but it hasn't. Been, has it? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But but yeah. you know, nothing happened. So they're talking about how they can kind of make up for that. So there's a bit of a conversation as we're looking forward to, you know, the uh, the, the lockdown kind of opening up and and relaxing a little bit. Yeah. And it was it was so close. So in the middle, it was so close to actually going forward. There yep. was there was games coming up, and we were like they had already planned and it was expected, and we were going to be turning up to games. And yeah, and then the, the lockdown got tightened up. So. I uh, got pretty close to them actually going out to have a game in the middle of it. But, you know, because of the two lockdown sections, it's been a long time. The biggest problem, I guess, so the basketball is typically done indoors these days and yeah. there's a lot of spectators. So yeah. not only a lot of people, a lot of, lot of kids running around on the court, there's also a lot of spectators. So that's, you know, and, and in, a, in a venue where there's lots of courts. So that's why yeah. uh, there's a bit of a... Um, risk there they they did at one point go with every player can have this is when we were going to play the game every player uh, could have one spectator yeah which would have you know therefore probably put say 20 spectators per court which you know you can spread out pretty easily yeah so it's going to be interesting to see how it opens up now isn't it because a lot of this is guesswork um, you know that idea is, is just a guess of what might work, and what we're finding mm-hmm. is in Australia we've got um, a lot of Australia, maybe maybe half the population overall, close to, are living relatively free, while um, mm. you know, half or less are, are still pretty tight. Yeah. And so yep. you know, AFL football's been played in this state with crowds, with some crowds, you know, with distancing, et cetera. But, so there's experiments going on, I guess. But, um, yeah, given given what's been going on in Victoria, looks like a two-week window is, is always a critical window as a minimum. So, yeah, it's just going to be really interesting to see how things open back up and, and whether we can avoid a repeat of what's happened for us. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, on the bright side. Sounds like a fantastic couple couple of weekends, Ross. Great work. Yeah, it has been awesome. Yeah. And on the bright side, uh, the kids are learning their skateboard now because they're not going out to to basketball and things like that. Yeah, fair enough. Yes. Were you a skateboard fan? Yep. Yeah. When I was in primary and high. Uh, probably more in primary and more when I, you know, didn't have an understanding and fear of death. Um, you know, so I would do things like sit on a, my board with my feet on my mate's board and he'd be sitting on his with his feet on mine and we'd go down, tandem down the steep until we couldn't straight through intersections and all that stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. So, um, uh, a lot of riding. I was a big bike rider. You know, got, yeah. got myself a BMX. In the early 80s, when everyone everyone was loving BMXs, 
Um, yeah, yeah, those two things. And skating, for me, then it kind of led on to surf, surfing and then later in life to snowboarding. Yeah, okay, yep. Yeah, which is, you know, again, <laughs> I think there was about five days or maybe a week of the ski season in Victoria this year, so. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you got there? Didn't, we didn't. We were booked in and there was no snow at that point in time, so we didn't go. And then when uh, when my daughter was going to go with her mum the following week, it was all closed again. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, was it a was it theoretically a good good uh, snow season this year? Well, you know what, I didn't stay in touch, but I do know there were some big falls. So yeah, I okay. I believe it would have been a, a functional a functional year. I mean, it is quite it is quite variable, of course. Anyway, particularly with the climate change in the background, but, but yeah, I believe it was. It would have been a functional year. People could have could have enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. So, uh, so what's uh, ahead for the next for for you? Have you got some new plans off the back of fifty or? Yeah. Now I just apologise if there's wind noise. <laughs> um, in that context, I've I've spent time down in Mount Martha as uh, for my birthday. My son's in Queensland. My daughter. Um, uh, was staying with her mum uh, instead of with me, so I've been down here. And uh, part of my duty here is walking the, the Queen Isabel, the little Bichon freeze dog. So, <laughs> okay. So I hope that's not interfering with our conversation too much. Uh, uh, so no, looking forward. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, normally, I can I can hear hear the breeze, but uh, no, it's actually quite clear today, which is good. That's great. Well, you know, the, the irony is I've got a mask over the top of, of my microphone, so it must be doing a job, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Is it windy? Yeah, looking... I know yesterday was a oh, yeah, it, it, it is windy, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, again, we've had, a, we've had a, a classic spring week. It started off the weekend was beautiful, you know, beautiful sunny days, mid-20s, and it's, the temperature's dropped every day, and we've had some heavy rain and wind, and yeah, it's all good. Um, but look, I'll answer your question about looking forward. Yeah, look, I I started doing that at the start of the year anyway. I think I've talked a bit about that in previous conversations with you and Luke. And, and so, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very much focused on a couple of things. Now, my daughter is in year 11. She's, she's really serious about school these days. Um, and I want to support her in that. So... You know, so my commitment is to, is to certainly stick around. We're, we're based in Port Melbourne. Stick around there till the end of next year when she finishes year 12, at, at least. Um, and then she's, she would, she's really keen to, to study overseas in somewhere like Amsterdam. And so then, you know, I'll help her do that. And then, and then I'll, 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 I'll be ready to do whatever I, I want with my partner. So that's kind of how things look on a personal front. Um, Business-wise, you know, I was... I was operating in a bricks and mortar world, but but very much able to do things remotely. Um, at working as a business coach, I I had already travelled to places like Africa, and still maintained my my you know coaching appointments by phone. Um, so I'd already started to live in that world, and and again this year that's just become the norm for everybody now. Zoom Zoom or Skype meetings. So professionally, I'm I'm now fully empowered uh, and supported. To, to build a business that I can operate anywhere, anytime. 
and you know the, the current rough plan is to to build to build that business internationally to have a client base um, uh, wherever I, I I am led because I'm I'm not fixed and then uh, as things open up my intention is then to travel to some of those locations where I've got a few clients and and run physical physical training sessions and you know spend some time there so to start to sort of travel with business for the next well ten years maybe. Yeah, cool. How do you yeah. feel that the this pandemic is going to interrupt that, or do you think it's it'll be pretty soon that we'll just be able to go back to open travel? Yeah, well, look, I so soon is obviously a subjective term. I when you look at the conversations that are going on, we're we're still in a state which is blocked from going anywhere. We can't even leave our well, in fact, we can't even leave the city of Melbourne right now. So where yeah. I, I'm fortunate, my partner is is uh, out of Melbourne, but considered within the Melbourne boundaries for the for the state of disaster. So I'm entitled to visit her. Um, if she was in Country Victoria, I wouldn't be. So mm. so I'm fortunate there. But um, so we can't even travel out of the city at this stage. Coming Sunday, we may be able to. And you know, there's no real. I mean, there's there's real talk about opening the state boundaries because tourism's really struggling but there's no real talk about when Victorians will be able to travel. So interstate travel is still unsure. International, no way. Um, um, not no way, but you're kind of going to have to have specific, very specific reasons and probably go through a lot of rigmarole. So yeah, I don't, it's not going to happen in the near term. Um, and ironically, look, I, I'm a firm believer, Ross, that our lives fall into place when we've got, when we've got a strong vision guiding us. And mm-hmm. I just gave you a timeline of kind of the end of next year before I really want to travel a lot anyway. And I, I suspect I'll be able to about that time. Yep. Yep. So yeah. not, you know, not, not taking advantage of this situation. However, I, I, the situation is not limiting me, really, in real terms. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, uh, hope, I hope that the, uh, you know, the world has settled down uh, and travel opens yeah. up. I couldn't imagine a world where... No, I can't go and, and take my family to all these places that we're virtually visiting. Um, yeah. That would be a yeah, a great loss. Mm. Yep. It awesome. Would. It would. Well well, you know that, that and that's <laughs> I guess my one thing on that, Ross, I before you we go, I'd love to just hear a little bit from your perspective about what's next for you. Um and, and my kind of final thing on, on what we just discussed was um taking Elon's comments in as well. It's like what never really helps us is to make stuff up. And, and I'm not being rude. It's not, you know, if the statistics um, are arguable, well, they're arguable. We don't have to add anything to that. Uh, and what I'm finding is a lot of people, you know, coming up with additions that these are these things are being created or being managed in a way that, that is deliberately limiting us, etc. At the end of the day, it doesn't help us. What helps us is to acknowledge that there is a common story around the world. It is a risk to life. And, you know, for me, it's exciting that, 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 that the authorities are putting human life ahead of commerce. Because that, I wasn't sure that that would be the case. And that's, I kind of look at it at that level and say, how can I, how can I play a part in putting humans first um, and, and redefining the economic drivers so, so they can work with that? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's interesting to see the the different responses from different uh, leaders around the world, as you know, some of them do put commerce first, and some of them um, do put people first. It's it's interesting yeah. to see. Yeah. And I, and yeah. I also want to comment on, I've been noticing, uh, it was really clear in just in what you said then about the, so I know this some of the work you've been doing uh, and learning about the, the meaning making machine that we are. <laughs> yep. And yeah, and getting really clear, it's like, well, you know, yes, that's that, but you know, what's the, are you adding meaning to that? And, and that's where the conversation comes for, further from, you know, people talking, as we just said, you know, um, the statistics are there to keep us down and, and blah, 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 and all the other meanings that people had. Mm. And that's where the, and that's where all the angst and, and agony and arguments and everything occur is, you know, the meaning that we all put on top of it all. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, I want to acknowledge you for, uh, yeah, for really taking that on because it makes a big difference in the, the way you're communicating. Thanks. Makes a big difference in how how I feel about my life too, in a positive way. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's the best thing about it. Uh, it about yeah, letting go of the the meaning that we put on top of everything is to, it really mm. frees up our experience of life. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah, okay. That, so give us give us your, 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 your sorry. That's something worth talking about on a podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And then to wrap up, we wanted to give us your, your couple of minutes of, of what's unfolding to you. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I've actually really enjoyed the, the, the time with my family. It's, it's on that side, it's been a blessing, you know, now that I'm, everything's kind of starting to open up and, uh, and busy. I'm, you know, I'm not going to have that opportunity. So I want to, I'm thankful that I, that I got that. So make mm. make the uh, the best the best of what's been going on um, for future plans. Okay. Yeah, look, um, I, I have no idea at the moment. Um, I, I'm going to see how things progress, but I certainly want to be able to get out there and, and, and travel. Yep. Mm. And, awesome. And and, uh, and and you'll just be patient and wait until it happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. In the meantime, I can I can travel at home. Do that virtual tour. We can get to a lot more, uh, a lot more places, a lot quicker. Yeah, I love it, mate. I love it. Great thinking. Great job. Thanks, Oz. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, Al. Catch you on the Have next one. week. Yeah. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out Al and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.